George here for Presbyterian and Reformed Churchmen. I am uh, standing in the assembly hall for the General Assembly and I'm going to be having videos of various meetings or parts of the assembly all week long. This will be a special week of Presbyterian and Reformed Churchmen videos. Here I'm at PCA GA 50th anniversary 50th General Assembly. They are setting up the room and uh, there will be 2400 voting teaching elders and ruling elders. So I just recorded, and I got permission from Brian Chapel to to play it, the uh, commissioner briefing, and that's what I'm going to play right now. So this is the briefing that Brian Chapel gives to committee of commissioners members before they do work, which happens before the assembly actually kicks off. And so what do I mean by that? The PCA has work going on all year long denominationally by agencies and uh, permanent committees and uh they present that work to the assembly. Well, we get to sit as a committee of commissioners. I'm a commissioner at this assembly. I get to vote and I'm placed on a committee of commissioners. In my case, it's the administrative committee. Last year it was interchurch relations committee. And we review the permanent committee's work prior to going to the assembly. And in doing that, we get to help make decisions. We get to affirm their recommendations. We can even change their recommendations. So here we'll hear from Dr. Chapel as he introduces committee of commissioners members to the work that they're about to undertake. Again, uh, I have permission by Brian Chapel, our stated clerk of the Presbyterian Church in America to play this video. Uh, there will be a section in there where he says not to record uh, these things and he is referring to the actual committee of commissioners meetings, but this is a briefing and he has given me permission. Additionally, the whole assembly is filmed and live streamed, so you can watch the whole assembly that's happening, that will happen in this room. I ask you pray for the assembly. I ask you pray for the PCI. Now we'll go to Dr. Chapel's comments and remarks. It'll explain what committee of commissioners are and what the roles are of uh, us that serve on them. For the 50th General Assembly, of the Presbyterian Church in America. So welcome to our, our golden jubilee uh, anniversary year. And thank you for serving the church. Because what you do when you work on the committees of commissioners is you help us uh, see that we remain faithful to the Lord's standards and to the purposes for which uh, this body uh, gave itself from the very beginning. In our golden jubilee year, I thought it might be helpful just to read Leviticus 25, 8 through 11. Uh, you will recognize why. There Moses says, count off seven Sabbath years. Seven times seven years. So that the seven Sabbath years amount to a period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere throughout your land. Consecrate a 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the land to its inhabitants. Proclaim it shall be a jubilee each of you is to return to your family property and to your clan. The 50th year shall be a jubilee for you. Do not sow or reap, but only eat what the fields provide. Uh, jubilee means ram's horn blast. So think, they could blast the ram's horn on the year of jubilee. And they were to consecrate that 50th year in order to proclaim liberty. 
But the Israelites, of course, that meant exodus from bondage, that they had been released by the hand of the Lord. They were to celebrate their salvation from slavery. In addition, there was to be a return to homeland, particularly the land grants that were given by God when the families originally entered the promised land and took that land that had been provided by the Lord. So they were to celebrate their salvation from slavery, but they were also to return to their foundations. And for those of us of Reformed heritage, remember that the Reformers' cry was back to the sources, back to the sources. We felt that there was both fidelity as well as safety in the places of our origin in terms of what the apostolic faith was to be. But also then, the 50th year should be a jubilee. You do not sow or reap, but only eat what the fields provide. There was to be entire dependence upon God's provision. So if you think of what a year of jubilee is, it is celebration of salvation, return to foundations, and dependence on God's provision. So much of that is simply the celebration of the grace of the Lord. We know how the Lord is expressing himself to us in the New Testament. By grace, you have been saved through faith. That is not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh, we gather as a church to celebrate God's faithfulness. And when you serve on a committee of commissioners, looking at the committees and agencies and their recommendations for the assembly, uh, you help us maintain all of those things. Celebration of our salvation that God has provided. Keep us rooted in our roots in the foundation of what we believe God called us to be and to do, and at the same time, to seek not to do it in our own strength, but in dependence upon God's provision. As you would uh, do that, I will simply tell you what I think most of you know, uh, as you gather as a committee of commissioners, uh, what is our task, what do you do when you're in a committee of commissioners? You recognize that the General Assembly is more than a business meeting, it does have a business meeting to identify the progress of our committees and agencies as well as the churches. For many people, of course, it's additionally a family reunion. It is worship. It is fellowship. It is instruction and training so that we might benefit from one another as iron sharpens iron. It is resourcing as we have exhibits and seminars. And it's also where various constituents gather, former uh, people who attended seminaries or missionaries with NKW or planted churches together, often it's whole home week as well. But for us as Presbyterians, uh, the chief reason that we get together is because of our life verse, which is not Leviticus 25, 8 through 11, but rather it seems to be 1 Corinthians 4, 14, 40, let all things be done decently and in order. Mm -hmm. And uh, even Presbyterians will say amen to that. Right? Mm -hmm. All things be done decently and order. Amen. That is what we do. Which means uh, we follow a parliamentary procedure in committees and on the floor. And that can be frustrating. It's not familiar to you. Sometimes people feel like you, know, you were just caught with unfamiliar uh, strategies as well as unfamiliar standards by which people are debating things that seem obscure or difficult. Uh, but uh, as our emeritus city clerk uh, was always wanting to say, what is parliamentary procedure? It is courtesy codified, right? It is not only maintaining courtesy with one another, it is fairness particularly to minorities. So people get uh, fair treatment uh, by everybody following the rules of parliamentary procedure. If you are 
uh, on a committee of commissioners. Of course, you are reviewing um, records. You are reviewing records of committees and agencies. Uh, you may be uh, uh, looking as well at other matters, but those are the primary matters. Uh, when you do so, you are seeking to recommend to the assembly what it should do about how its committees and agencies are operating. It's basically a review and control procedure. Uh, how do you get to be a commissioner on a committee of commissioners? So just uh, some notes here. You can't just walk in and say, I decided I'm going to vote on this committee. So one must be a commissioner elected by your presbytery and registered as a commissioner for that committee. So uh, it's not just that you're at General Assembly. You need to be uh, voted upon by your presbytery. Presbyteries ordinarily are to send ruling elders and teaching elders in alternating years. So if it's a teaching elder who went to Covenant Seminary's Committee Commission, it should be a ruling elder the next year. But it is not a firm rule. So we typically said better to be represented than not represented at all. So the ordinary pattern, which stated clerks of the presbyteries try to monitor, is to alternate ruling elder teaching elder. But uh, if that alternation cannot occur, still better to be represented than not represented at all. We are not ironclad about how the alternation occurs. In terms of what the committees of commissioners do, can I just ask how many of you are committees of commissioner members for the first time? How many of you are first time commissioners? Okay. Very helpful to know. And let me just kind of say, what are the general duties? And then I'll come back and be specific. All right. So what are the general duties? If you are a committee of commissioners, here's what you're doing. You're going to get five things that we do, and I'll come back and specify more. First thing is you are reviewing the permanent committee or agency report. So every permanent committee or agency has already sent a report. It should be in the share file if you printed it out. It should be in your commissioner's notebook. So there's a report that has come that you will review. You will be reviewing not just the report in general, but recommendations that are at the end of the report. So committees and agencies not only make their report, but they have recommendations. In addition, you will be reviewing the minutes. So the committees and agencies keep track of what they have done through the year of their, of their business and their actions, and uh, you will be given the minutes. Uh, it may be that there will be overtures related to your committee or agency. And if there is an overture that's related to your committee or agency, you will be asked to make a recommendation to the General Assembly about how it would uh, rule on that overture related to that committee or agency. You will also review the financial audits uh, as required by the REO. Uh, just some important notes before we get into some specifics. Uh, committees of commissioners cannot generate new business. So you deal with what's in the report and the recommendations. Um, you cannot say, uh, I, I want to have a motion that Covenant College reduces my child's tuition next year. Um, sorry, that's new business. That is not a report. And you cannot add business to what is uh, uh, in the report itself. It, uh, one of the things that you would do is you'd be looking at the budgets of the committees and agencies. And, uh, that's right to do. However, if you say, you know, there's a line item here I do not like. You know, it says, that, you know, that uh, whatever it is, that the student hall is getting a renovation. I want that line. Um, actually, 
Actually, you could do that, but the only one that would require, it would require a two-thirds vote of the General Assembly to make any budget alteration from what is in the report that's been given to you. So um, it, it takes a, a super majority to actually change a budget from people who've met for a couple of hours and not spent you know, a long time preparing that budget. So um, it would have to hopefully be something significant. Let me now back up and say uh, some specifics regarding those uh, roles. So you review the permanent committee or agency report. The written report has a narrative portion and then it has recommendation. The narrative portion, kind of here's what we're doing this year, here's what we've done this past year. The narrative portion is not subject to revision by your committee. So you're not, you're not saying, no, you didn't do that or we think you, know, you worded that back, you're, you're not revising the narrative, that's just there for your information. Um, the committee, um, typically coordinator or president, will be present to give an oral report for the work of the committee since the last assembly. And curiously, in our rules, it actually says the president or the coordinator is not to simply read the report. So it will hopefully be a summary uh, hitting highlights, you don't say, hey, you didn't say that sentence. He's not expecting to say that sentence. In fact, he's prohibited from reading the entire report, uh, which could be uh, quite long. That's the narrative portion of the agency report. You're also to review the recommendations of the committee agency or the special committee that's been referred uh, that you are serving. Um, while the committee commissioners does not amend the narrative, you may recommend the recommendations. The committee of commissioners may concur, say we, we agree with what this recommendation is of the committee or agency, or uh, you may say, ah, I like part of it, not the other part. So you can actually ask you to buy our recommendation to approve one portion but not another portion. The committee, by a majority vote, may propose a substitute recommendation. We don't like what the committee is recommending, so we recommend a substitute. It has to be germane, okay? It has to be on the subject of the recommendation. It can't just be kind of out of the blue. Again, no new business can be recommended. An amended recommendation is a substitute recommendation, and uh, there are no minority reports. So committees and commissioners, you vote in, you vote together, right? It, your report differs from the committee or agency, then that will come to the floor as a committee of commissioners in opposition to the committee or agency. There's not another report somewhere called a minority report. So whatever is the majority of the committee of commissioners, that's what comes to the floor. Honestly, most of the recommendations you will prove in the affirmative, there may be particular things that you don't. And if that's the case, uh, those come to the floor for debate with particular rules involved. And I won't go into a lot of that right now. But if a substitute motion is made by the committee commissioners during its review, uh, then the permit committee uh, should be consulted, please. You know, it would be nice to kind of like, we need to go get those guys to find out we understood what they said before we change this recommendation. So we ask that you would consult uh, those who uh, are part of the staff of the permit committee. I've already said amended or substitute recommendations must be germane and must be on the subject of the recommendation. If a substitute recommendation is approved, 
the office of the state clerk has to be notified within an hour of your recess. So the idea is not to surprise the committee or agency on the floor. Right? So the uh, information should come to the committee or agency person at least an hour after you have recess. And honestly, typically the courtesy is to let us know as soon as you can. So almost always the, com the committee or agency has a person that is your contact with the committee of commissioners and uh, to let them know. I've already said if a budget change is proposed, uh, these actually have to be referred to saying this budget we think needs to be changed. You don't make it within your committee of commissioners, it actually goes to the AC. So all budgets, all committees and agencies come to the assembly floor through the administrative committee. So if you are making a change in a budget, it actually has to go to the committee to the AC, to the administrative committee and then be referred to our committee commissioners, and then be approved by two-thirds on the floor. Can you, can you hear that we don't like budget changes for people who have not really been examining the budget prior to this hour or two that you might have together? Any recommendation passed by a simple majority of the committee commissioners uh, could be moved in gross when it comes to the assembly. So uh, there may be 20, 30, 40 recommendations at the end of a report. And it's common that what your chairman will do when it actually comes to the floor is he will move in gross or omnibus. That everything that's non-controversial will be moved at once, or else our assembly takes two or three weeks rather than two or three days. So uh, if it's, if it's non-controversial, we'll typically approve it in omnibus. All that relates to the recommendations. I also said you were to review the minutes of your specific committee. In reviewing committee and agency minutes, uh, the committees of commissioners are looking for notations and exceptions. Notations, you misspelled his name, there's a common missing, there's a period missing. An exception would be a committee or agency action that is contrary to the PCA Constitution or directives of previous general assemblies. So that is RO 1411 D2. So uh, an exception has a definition. And uh, it would be important to know that rather than just uh, identify things in general that you think are just little notations, typos, etc. So the exception is they they are doing something not in accord with the Constitution or some directive of the previous general assembly. Overtures are referred by the stated clerk to the particular committee or agency. So if an overture only deals with Covenant College, it is not sent to Covenant Seminary, nor is it sent to the Overtures Committee. All right? If it's dealing with a specific committee or agency, then that committee or agency is given the right to respond. And that's why overtures uh, that are in the recommendations of the committee or agency are only the ones dealing with that committee or agency. Right? So they, they have a right to comment on overtures dealing with them. You will be reviewing audits. So it's often common that in the committee of commissioners, uh, you'll divide people with financial expertise, people who want to look more at kind of the business of the committee, but not the business, the actions or the policies of the committee or agency. So uh, if you've got people who have financial ability, put them on the audit committee uh, to look at the audit that is submitted by all the committees and agencies in your committee of commissioners. Visitors may attend, may observe, but may not comment 
unless a majority of the committee of commissioners votes to let it happen. So if somebody simply wants to show up and, and give a speech, um, not prohibited, but a majority of the committee of commissioners uh, must agree to that. Uh, I hate saying this, all we've had to learn. Um, you should not record committees of commissioners' meetings. So uh, they, they are not, uh, we don't have new sources that come in to record our activities, and uh, we ask that you, it's actually against our rules for you to be recording anonymously uh, the proceedings of a committee and uh, the comments of individuals. Uh, if they don't know they're on the record for a recording, it's improper to be How do you have people who take charge and manage the committee of commissioners that you're on? The retiring moderator, so last year's moderator, that would be John Bice, the moderator, ruling elephant last year, he appoints the convener. So he's the one who says, guys, let's have a devotional, let's pray. And uh, he is appointed by the moderator last year to do that. Uh, your first, one of your first items of business will then be to elect the chairman. Uh, often it's the convener, but it doesn't have to be the convener. The convener may have reviewed a lot of the records and know what's happening, but you're not obligated to make the convener your chairman. So once you have that chairman, and uh, you also elect a secretary, uh, who will be doing the minutes, et cetera, there are notebooks which I think have now been distributed. <coughs> so Geneva Benedict, if you're the convener or the secretary, no? Um, Covenant Theological Seminary, if you're the secretary or the convener for Covenant Seminary, you still have your notebook up here uh, with your instruction. You should elect the chairman, you should elect the secretary. Something that is a little different about committees of commissioners. Um, it's sometimes thought that the chairman is the same as a moderator in a larger meeting, which means he doesn't vote except to break ties, he expresses no opinion in the debate. Actually, commissioners and a committee of commissioners, the, the, the chairman may actually be one of the most active members of the committee to try to help steer the business. Anyway, now, honestly, he try, should try to be a relatively neutral party. But to get the business done, the same rules do not apply as the moderators of larger conventions. So the chairman does have a right to express his opinion and to speak on issues in order to try and move the business along. Before you start your business, the chairman will call on the president or the coordinator of the permanent committee to address the committee commissioners to kind of lay before you the report and the recommendations. Uh, subcommittees may be formed, and your chairman will be advising you on that. Again, simply dividing the work so that it gets done. You may or may not like this. Uh, in committees of commissioners, there are no closure of debate motions. So you can't say, you know, I move that we close, but we can't do it in the committee of commissioners. <laughs> so be gentle with one another. <laughs> um, but there are no closure motions of debate. The form of the report being described is in your notebooks in terms of how that report uh, covers. And uh, so the secretaries will typically have that. 
All right, I'll stop for, for that and see if you have uh, questions or thoughts for me. Yes, sir. Talk about Wi-Fi and internet. So, uh, Heidi, Wi-Fi or internet, we have Wi-Fi and internet, but it is challenged even already this morning, as I understand it. Is that correct? All right, Did, were you able to hear? So you just try and, and but we know there's been challenges already. I will say this to you. Um, we are trying to wean ourselves away uh, as a general assembly over years from paper, right? So we're trying to move more and more uh, toward uh, digital, and there, there are two reasons for that. One, all the paper that we uh, hand out is very expensive. I mean, you think I just got this piece of paper and then we look at the bill for a quarter of a million dollars at the end of General Assembly. Um, we are trying to wean away from paper, which everybody agrees with until they need their piece of paper. <laughs> so um, we, and, and of course now we're encouraging, if you saw the no before you go notices, hopefully you saw we were encouraging you to bring your iPads and your laptop, we were incur and giving your phones, and to use the share file extensively. But you and I both know we may exceed the bandwidth of the center itself. So you know, we not only are we weaning ourselves off of paper, but the convention centers are still adopting, adapting to the age that we're in as well. So we have to, have to we'll find our way, but uh, we we will be trying more and more to deal less and less with paper. So please be patient as we move that direction. Man, um, you are a blessing to the church. Uh, you serve her sacrificially and well. Thank you for doing this. We, we believe um, that the church that teaches that the Bible is the word of God and Jesus is the savior of men is, is a blessing to the world. And we want this church to be celebrated what God has done among us so that we might be a witness to the nations. So thank you for doing this. Thank you for helping us. May the Lord bless you in your life. So that was the Committee of Commissioners opening briefing by our stated clerk of the denomination, Dr. Brian Chapel. I'm sure it was riveting for you. Actually, if you are still listening, it probably is because you like PCA polity and it is interesting for you. And if it was pretty boring for you, I'm sure you're not listening right now. Uh, we are in Memphis, Tennessee for the 50th General Assembly and you can see that in the background. That's the view from my hotel here at the Convention Center and uh, it's a joy to be here. We ask you to continue to pray for us. Keep us in prayer. Uh, the vibe here is just awesome. It's so cool to see uh, brothers from across the denomination. Uh, and, and there's many wives here actually. Many of the volunteers are, are women but um, definitely a lot of men ruling elders and teaching elders that we do work with often from afar through email and, and social media and we interface in different ways and we get to see each other in person and do the work of uh, the Christ Church here in this little corner of the kingdom that we call the PCA. So I don't know if I'll have more videos as I said the, the whole assembly will be the, the general assembly will be filmed and live streamed it begins Tuesday evening and so you can get that, I think, on PCAGA.org. I just got to look that up, and maybe I'll put it in the show notes. Show notes. But if you go to PCAGA.org, I'm sure they'll 
you could see where uh, you can live stream some of the assembly if you just want to see that. Otherwise, I'll, I'll see what else I can film. I don't know what else. Uh, at this point, things are, you know, a lot of the meetings are kind of uh, more for dis open discussion and not appropriate for filming, but the assembly itself will be filmed. So maybe maybe I'll do some interviews as I walk around and talk to people. That might be fun. Video quality is not going to be great. I'm doing it with my phone, and that's the way it is. So uh, this is Pastor George signing off for the Presbyterian and Reformed Churchman from Memphis, Tennessee, at the Presbyterian Church in America's 50th General Assembly. Thanks for listening.